Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 148 of Camp Strange. I'm your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm the pepper man. <laughs> He's Papa Murphy. Papa David, Murphy, tell, the pepper tell, man. Tell him that funny story you just told me. I just, I told him to save it for the podcast, but he uh, he, he, he told this, this this goof and this gaff, and it got me giggling. And Say it real quick. We were just chatting about uh, random pizza places and how I have a, a hatred for Papa Murphy's. Because uh, it's it's bullshit that you have to pay to cook it yourself at home. Like I, so, I I I see the edge of like oh, you know, three hours before the Super Bowl, let's go grab a couple pizzas, throw them in the fridge, and then you know get them ready. Like you know that's easy. You can you know you can, can you can control when it's gonna be ready. I get the I get the aspect of that. That's nice. I get it. Well, for people that don't know, Papa Murphy's uh, it, it's a it's a, like a Domino's, but like you go in there and it's just pizzas like wrapped in cellophane instead. I'm, I'm, like, pre- I'm pretty sure they're they available everywhere. Oh, you can buy them at like the store. No, I'm saying I'm pretty sure every state has a Papa Murphy's. Yeah, but just in case, I, I'm not really sure of their reach, but um, we had one in our hometown, and I haven't had one since I was 10. But, yeah, I don't think they bake pizzas there. I think you just – I mean, we could be completely wrong. I no, don't they think don't. we're wrong. Oh, they, they don't. don't bake them there? That's so weird. It's just like a grocery store that just sells like frozen – it's a frozen pizza section of a grocery store, but they're all homemade, correct? Yeah, I'm looking at the list of states. Looks like it's got all of them. I'm not going to okay. count them, but it's okay. it's more than well, half. Well, David has a problem with them because of their their weird model for a store. But yeah, David, sucks. tell him the funny part. At uh, one time in high school, uh, when I, when I was in high school, my school's uh, district, we were six uh, A, which meant that we were at the highest like level of high school sports. But it also meant that we would have to travel like five hours, six hours in total, like for, you know, track meets, football mm-hmm. games, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we'd usually, you know, heavily depend on getting food on the way out of town from like, <laughs> from like, you I know, spit wine everywhere. Like coming from Eugene, Oregon, we'd go to like Grants Pass or like Medford. We know, we know how travel works, David. No, but I'm just for anybody that like is aware, like that's not a that's not close. That's like far. Oh, and we uh, Grants Pass. Yeah, I remember one of the guys on my track team ordered a uh, Papa Murphy's pizza, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing that he was going to be picking up a frozen cellophane wrap pizza. <laughs> So he just had a goddamn frozen pizza sitting on his lap the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> it, it, it sucks so much because it's too big to like put somewhere. Like you can't just be like, oh, like I got a, like a, like I can't just like put it in my backpack. It's like a frozen yeah. thing. Like, oh, you got a box of frozen corn dogs, but like, put it you in gotta, your backpack, you gotta, whatever. You got to baby that thing. You're babysitting Wait, for that. And ride. also like, it's too expensive to just like fucking throw away. But you also, it. but you also can't eat it frozen. There's like no way of like enjoying that frozen. You'd get sick. You'd have to get sick. <laughs> it's, yeah. So you, you want to take it home and cook it in his house, and we got home at two a.m. Dude, I I feel like I leave pizza like a frozen pizza out on the counter while like the oven's preheating, and I go to pick it up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's melting. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, all floppy and they, shit. They, they don't last outside They're the dull. freezer for like any time. Yeah. And this guy went on like a four hour bus trip. Yeah, I think that one was like a three-hour ride back, and uh, 
we 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 considered trying to bake it on the hood of the uh, the bus <laughs> when we stopped, but <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think you know what one I think one time that happened to me again. Uh, I think I was in Dallas, and my my friend my friend I was in you need better friends. I was in uh, Dallas. Uh, I was in Dallas for a football game. And uh, we were staying at a hotel, and my friend ordered one. He got it delivered to the hotel room. He was drunk, and uh, frozen pizza showed up. And yeah, they're not not an oven in that hotel room. So, oh my dude, okay, that, that that's funny. I feel like I did I not know. Told, I feel like I told. Now I have a pizza story, but I don't like. We're fucking up pizza the pie. entire intro, but whatever. Oh. Like, I'll just tell it real quick. I when I I went to Nashville for. My mom worked for this company, and they hired me to do their videography and like edit a bunch whoa, of stuff for them. Whoa. So, is that, that. Is, is that cool? <laughs> is that Very bragging? Cool, is that bragging? So cool. they hi- they hired me to like do their video stuff, and like I went to Nashville for the retreat, uh, did like two days of work, and then at the last night they're like, okay, like we're all going home tomorrow. You guys can go out and like it's like the last hurrah. So like I went out and we went to like Nashville. I'd never been to Nashville. Went to downtown Nashville. And then uh, I just remember I didn't know anybody in the group. They're like, there's some guys my age and some girls my age, like in the company. And I was like hanging out with them. But then like, you know, in a crowd, you go away. You don't. And I don't know any of them. So I didn't have their phone numbers or anything like that. So I basically got separated from the group. The only guy I found was this really drunk guy. He made me take a bunch of shots with him. And mm. then he disappeared. And I didn't know where anybody was. So I had to people walk. People don't want to be around you. Thanks. So I had to walk back to the hotel by myself, like really drunk. And I got there and I was like, you guys got the uh, menu for room service? And they're like, oh, it's closed. But like, here's a pizza place that's really close by. And I was like, okay. So like I went, ordered it in the lobby. The guy goes, what's your credit card number? I read him the credit card number. I guess I kept fucking it up. And he's like, he's like, you know what? It's not a big deal. We'll just take payment when like we get there. I go, okay. And I go up to my room for like for them. I didn't even tell them like where what room I was at. But all I remember was sitting on the bed next to me. Woke up at four thirty in the morning with ten missed calls, fully dressed with my shoes on. <laughs> I mean, I it was a pepperoni pizza, so it's like it's it. You could sell com- that. To no, some... it's a hot commodity. That yeah. was already sold. Drunk Nashville, you're fine. Oh, you're man. fine. So yeah, that was my pizza story. But uh, welcome, spooky, wacky, weird, strange, <laughs> and ghosts. We'll just start with that. The uh, welcome back. Um, but before we get into these longer stories today, we gotta catch up on any of the weird news. And David, you want to start this weird news? Uh, story? I got, I got two. I got two. How many you got? I got three. So you One start. Story. You start. Okay, I'll yeah, go in right. between the two. Sandwich. I'll start. With, I'll just start with the quick one, but it's gonna st- be the cheese and lettuce. You be the it's, bread and meat. It's gonna start this. This I have. I'm very passionate about this story. Police searching for man who allegedly took dirty diapers from Toronto daycare. Oh no. Okay, so apparently this guy, oh. this guy who was between um, come on, eighteen man. and twenty two years old, standing five foot five inches tall. Um, he, he was wearing a baseball cap and he went to the dumpster and stole uh, a bunch of dirty diapers and they're trying to like find out who he is and stuff like that. They're trying to identify him. This is my, here's my issue. Here's my issue. It's trash. Yeah. It's just trash. I mean, yeah, it's fucked up and it's weird. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's really gross. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. 
Yeah. But like who he if he likes it, he here's the only bad thing about it. If this I know I'm defending a a, a poop eater right a now, diaper but like thief. Here's the only thing. I the only concern that I have is that this will escalate into something else completely. You know what I mean? Where it's like No, elaborate on that. No, I just mean like, you know, like serial killers and criminals, like, you know, like a serial killer, he'll go and break into someone's house and just like walk around and be like, oh, the thrill of it. And then like eventually that's not enough. And then he needs to go like kidnap somebody and then that's not enough. And then he kills them. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's escalation. And I'm afraid that if this guy is like starting with dirty diapers, like eventually he's just going to kidnap a baby to get like endless poop or something like that. You know, I'm guessing. But if I mean, if, baby, again, you can always just have a baby. I was going to say they're free, this but they're man. definitely not free. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Do you have any idea how expensive it is to have a fucking baby in a hospital? Uh, No. It's crazy. I don't know the number because I haven't done it yet, but holy shit. Do you I know remember how someone telling expensive? me it was fucking crazy. Like, you could buy a car with that. See, yeah, just like go have a baby. Just pay the money up front, and then you'll get like an endless supply of – well, I mean not endless supply. You got a couple years of dirty diapers. But all I'm saying is, yeah, it's gross. It's weird, but like – it's just more like unsettling and the police are just like yeah. you can't steal diapers and he's like why you guys are gonna throw them away and they're like we saw you do it so you can't do that anymore it's just kind of like if somebody like does something gross like they you know i don't know something else that's that's pretty that's like the grossest thing you could do i feel like i don't know i don't know something else that you could do that doesn't really harm anybody that that's that is that gross but i don't know i'm yeah. kind of like on team poop man right here yeah, I mean it's you can't change you can't just change the rules because you don't like the way I'm doing it. <laughs> exactly, a hundred percent. That wow, uh, a a quote has never been truer because it is. Uh, it is they just people just feel uncomfortable and they're like, yeah. you know what, like, you know, just for leave our, me for alone. For any of our for any of our friends here, go uh, listen, go watch. Uh, I think you should leave haunted ghost tour skit. <laughs> I think it's kind of. I mean that that translates into what we do here. I feel like it's spooky. It's funny. It's all yeah, it's all the haunted house. But uh, you know, you know, I feel like there's some laws out there that like y- you can technically like you know, it's it's kind of like uh, the Family Guy bit where they, he jumps on the counter, and starts rubbing his butt on the counter. He's like, not illegal, not illegal, not illegal. <laughs> but uh, that's obviously illegal. But you know, you know, why does like he what just... if you stood? What if you stood at a window? Of your house, looked outside at somebody walking by, and just like, and just like peed on the window, and like on the inside of your window, and they saw you doing it, and every time they walked by you, because I don't want to do the gross part where I'm like, oh, they're they're pleasuring themselves because that's that's illegal. But what if you just peed on it? But they didn't you, like the window was like waist high, they couldn't see anything, and you're just peeing, and they're like, that guy's watching me and peeing on his window, and they're like, that's not illegal. He can do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I use those urinals. I like to look out the little windows while I'm peeing. Yeah, right. Porta potty. You could do it. Legal, completely I hope that's legal. legal. Completely I don't get, legal. Why doesn't he just get a big old Costco box of Depends, big old Costco box of baby food, change his diet up? It'll be the same thing. Oh, he's eating his own poop because it's like baby baby diaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, Did okay. anybody ever say he was eating it? Maybe he maybe he likes to paint it. He likes to set it up on a stool Ooh. and he paints it. Stool yeah, on we're, stool. Yeah, we're assuming that's what he a calls lot. It. We're assuming a lot. We don't know so. what he's doing with this shit. Maybe he's building like a raft. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, maybe Not he's illegal. washing them off because he has a baby and he's tired of paying high prices for these goddamn shit rags. Guess what? Not illegal. Not. I. I don't think it is. 
You guys send us your favorite non-illegal thing that creeps people out. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my story, David. You can go. Right. Uh, rogue grandma breaks bones on slide <laughs> after sneaking into water park at 2 a.m. Oh, I was wondering why the grandma was rogue for a second. I was like, a rogue grandma? It's like a feral grandma breaks bones. But uh, she, she snuck into Wait, how old is this woman? I need details. Uh, 26. Young kids, <laughs> young young kids. Now she's uh forty six, which is you know still That's pretty a, young for grandma. Oh, uh, so <laughs> so she she's constantly making bad <laughs> bad I mean, they, choices. They didn't have a to grandma add should not grandma. be that young. What if she I'm, wasn't even? A, what if she wasn't even a mother? And she's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I still have time." They're like, "Oh, we thought you were grandma." <laughs> <laughs> you just you know, did you do that on the slide? Is that why you look that old? You messed your face up? He's like, no. Broke my tailbone. Just face on dry slide? Really Wait. Wrinkle it up? <laughs> That's on that long dry slide, too. Yeah. Water park? Oof. You know what's crazy? How dangerous water parks are probably, and we, we are just completely oblivious to it. Like, I look at a water park, and they're like, here's a chute that we put money in and uh, at the bank and shove it in a tube and, and launch it back into the vault, and now yeah. we're putting humans in it. It's like, it's so scary. Dude, There's that, a kid that died at my water park. The scariest thing I'd ever seen or done at a water park when I was, like, 12, it probably wouldn't be, like, as bad, but it felt like I was, like, 200 fucking feet in the air, and I was in a glass box. And it, it started what? to slowly fill with water. <laughs> you weren't at a and, water park. Uh, you were in a jigsaw <laughs> trap. No, uh, no, David, it was. You spent it was like all your life treading water. Now they, you like, have to tread for real. They put you in a box, and the ground drops underneath you, and you free fall for like a few seconds, and you like catch a slide. You free fall with like f- f- with like twenty gallons of water. No, there's no water in it. I was oh, joking about it, that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, that's gonna hurt. No, all right. So here, here's a little sense right here. UK woman Claire Vickers, forty six, and friend Barry Douglas, forty four, were stuck in a water slide at Flume for two hours with fractured shins and shattered feet before they were rescued. Oh fuck! Wait, what happened? Did did they close the slide? What the, <gasps> the the park was closed. No, but like I'm just picturing them going down a, like a tube slide, and then they like put like a, you know, like a a a closing thing to make sure people can't like climb up it. Oh no, that's a like, hundred. That's a hundred percent what happened. Oh, they fucking like went down and smashed into something that was at yeah. the bottom. So it says the drunken duo splashed water uh down the slide from the top because you know there's no stuff going. They're not on running it. water, yeah. And it said, but their drunken ride soon came to a nightmare when they slammed into a barrier towards the bottom. Oh, fuck. So they do put, I mean, they that's put like a door. <laughs> they put like a goddamn door up. And that's Vickers, funny. Vickers described the incident as like a scene from the horror film Saw. <laughs> See, I told you water parks are Saw. They're Saw traps. Um, Wait. I think it's so fucked up that the water park didn't like close off the top, the top, like, the, the, the bottom. They're, they're like, what? if anybody goes out here, fuck them. Like, yeah. not only are they going to shatter their feet and shins, but we 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 created a coffin for them too. Because yeah. there's no way you're climbing back up that tube, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's like this. That's horrible. That's shattered like my worst feet nightmare. Broken shins. Yeah, they're not climbing back up. Oh my god, that's my worst nightmare. I hate that shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
Um, wow, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh, I might just. Uh, yeah, I'll just go to my next one. Um, TikTok cosplayer killed friend while pretending to be Batman villain. Joker. It, no. Was it, was it Indian Joker? No. No. So, um I, I read this whole thing. So this this TikTok cosplayer, it's a it's a female. She's a she's a lady. She has one point six million followers. And uh her name is Mary Ann Oliver Snow, but her TikTok name is Yandary.freak. I click I went to her TikTok to to see what she was up to, but it's on uh-huh. private now. Well, because here's the thing. She Okay, I'll, I'll explain the story, and then I'll get to why she, I really wanted to go to her uh, page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, apparently, just to sum this up, I'm not going to read the detail. Like the details, it's just a very long article. But basically, what happened is she was drinking with a couple friends at her place in Houston, Texas, I believe. She had a gun there because her ex boyfriend left it. And she was like, look, he showed me if I took out the bottom thingy that it doesn't shoot. Clip. You know, she took out the clip. But didn't Um, check the chamber. Yeah, most likely. So she took out the clip, and then she was, like, messing around with it. And she was pretending they were watching – they were watching Gotham. Okay. And and I guess uh, uh, the Penguin – yeah, who's not? He's not Danny DeVito Penguin, which is he's, like he's not the big me. boy Penguin. He's this little little skinny boy Penguin. I think that guy was in that movie Accepted. Might have been. I think he had like ADD in that movie. But anyway, so <clears throat> so I guess Penguin was waving around his gun. So she took out a gun. She's like, "Look, I'm Penguin. Ha 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 ha. Probably the 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 one villain you don't want to be. I feel like Penguin's the least cool villain." At yeah, I mean, Danny DeVito I... ate a real fish in that fucking movie. I mean, he bit off a guy's real nose. Yeah, he was. That was some real method acting. <laughs> so, so she's waving it around, and then her friend, apparently at one thirty a.m., uh, came up to her and uh, said, "Ooh, shoot me!" As they were oh. laughing, and she said, "Oh, okay." And I guess multiple witnesses uh, uh, attended this and. Uh, she shot her point blank in the head and she oh, said, I thought fuck. it was empty and she was in shock oh, and everything like that. God. Yeah. It, it was just like horrible, but here's the worst part. Oh, so, worse. um, so she went on TikTok like a couple of days later or whatever. And she created this, like this, she, she cosplays. So she's kind of dresses like Harley Quinn. I, it's, it's not it doesn't really look like a Harley Quinn like cosplay, but she's like she got like bloody handprints behind her on like a white thing and she's kinda got like similar to Harley Quinn, like, you know, tube top type thing and like some fishnets on her arms and like a choker thing. And I'm like I don't know who she's cosplaying. But she's she fucking let me see if the video will play, but like It says like I got red on my face. It's matching you. Um, What? What? And this is like, uh, and goodness, you're bleeding. What a wonderful feeling. You're down and you're pleading. My head is just reeling. And she's like doing like the cosplay, like, ooh, woo shit. You know, like the fucking, uh, the kawaii shit. And, and people were like, yo, you just like murdered your friend. And now she's like leaning into it and being like, ha ha ha. I'm, I'm, 
Joker. I'm Harley so Quinn. Quirky. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? Obviously, like, I don't know. Maybe this is like her way of coping or whatever. You know, it's like, I don't know. But it seems super fucked up to me. And it's just like one of those stories where you're just like, literally don't just don't pick up a gun unless like you're somewhere with like a trained professional or like you definitely know how to use it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just not. It's there's so many stories of people just being like, yeah. it's not loaded. Like, and it is. Yeah. And drunk stories too. So if like you're drunk, that's, you know, that's when your inhibitions are down and just don't, don't touch them. Just don't touch them. You know? Yeah. No, that's ne- never, never touch a trigger unless you're ready to shoot something. Exactly. So uh, that's that fucked up story. Yeah. That's not fun. You want know, to do a more fun one? I got one more here. Mm, Joker loves fun story. Well, that was a Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that was full blown Yoda. Mm. Funny story, Yoda like. Funny story, Joker like. <laughs> Rest in peace, Frank Oz. I don't know if he's dead. I don't uh, think he's dead. I don't think he is. <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> All right. Elijah Wood says Lord of the Rings orc design was based off real life orc Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty no, good. That- that's the, I mean, maybe, um, I guess orc. I'm thinking more of an urukai, because they're bigger. But like, uh, well, the 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 article has the photo of that one really ugly one that has like half the face is burnt. It's got the hair. Uh, I think he's the one that says like meats back on the menu. Is that the one who goes? I want to play you like a stuck pig. Nah, that was the skinny little one with the pointy yeah. nose. The, like, oh, really so that eyes. is an ur- that is an urukai. No. Meat's back on the menu, boys. Right? No. No. I don't think a single Urukai said a line. No, Urukai said that, I think. But my favorite part is that somebody broke that down and was like, he, this that means man, they have menus. Yeah, they have menus, which means they know what restaurants are, which is so yeah. funny. But, like, you can't build a universe, a fantasy universe, and just, like, not use terms that, like, humans know. You know what I mean? All right, I googled it. You're right. An an Urukai does say that line. I was wrong. I guess they do have. I just watched it recently, and I told so Katie. Good. I told Katie, I was like, I think we need to watch it again. She's like, yeah. <laughs> once every ten years. I was like, that's an incorrect answer. Oh man, I can't say how many times. Right now, uh, my wife and I uh, took took on the the brutal and daunting task of uh, watching all the Marvel movies in Dude, chronological order. No, we did too. Are you serious? What you did, or you're doing that? We finished. Oh yeah, we're we're on. Uh, we just finished Winter Soldier. Great movie. Oh, you're kind Even of in if the you middle. Don't like Marvel stuff. Oh yeah, we haven't been doing it very long. Mm. Ours took like two years because we just got kind of like oh, dude, marveled it's, out. It's brutal. You get marveled out pretty quick, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. You got to kind of throw like some some thrillers in there, some horrors, and some comedies. Yeah, maybe some some South Korean TV shows. Squid Game. You know, you guys, I told David to watch Squid Game, and he watched no, all of it no, in two days. No, That's the exact opposite. I told him last <laughs> time we were recording to watch it. I was first. Mm. I was first this time. David's really acting like the big bully in the Squid Game. <sighs> Shut up. You're such a bully. Shut up. <laughs> Go steal another egg, bully. Hey, no spoilers. That's, not that's, a my, spoiler. that's my job. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, we won't spoil anything. Wait, but, you said uh, steal another egg. Did I steal an egg? Big bully. This last weekend, I was at a wedding. 
and uh i did steal an egg but uh so it was a wedding that um it was it was i can say it was david the coward's wedding oh yeah and because everybody knows david the coward here and uh it had a lot of his college friends, which we did not go to college together. So uh, during like the most of the wedding, I was sitting next to people I didn't know uh, that I had just met like during this trip. And uh, our name tags were held down with these pebbles. Oh, I heard about this and, and I, I didn't I, ask I, details. I pretend to eat the pebble and I basically put it in my mouth and then put it in the side of my cheek in the back and like open my mouth. And everybody thought I ate a rock the entire wedding. <laughs> You know what's crazy? I, I got a cra- I got, <laughs> I got a crazier thing for you. Um David's wife, David's wife, wife um tweeted or not tweeted, she Instagram I don't know what not, happened. Not not mine, not mine. No, 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 no. Sorry. Miss, uh, David, Miss Coward. David the David the Coward's wife tw- like uh, showed it shared a text that said our somebody said like our most responsible friend ate a rock. And I, I literally, for the life of me, could not figure out who she was talking about. Oh, well, someone else someone else ate a rock thinking it was funny after I did it. And I think they actually did eat the rock. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> now hearing that it was you really baffles me that she thought you were the most responsible friend. Hey, I'm honestly, I probably am the most responsible friend. Well, I was talking to Katie and I said, I don't know who she's talking about because I don't even know how to measure responsibility. I mean, I am the anyone only with a kid. Old. Anyone with a kid would be okay. You're the oldest, but like anyone <laughs> with a kid is technically the most responsible, I guess. But like, I've or anyone a with a concealed carry, <laughs> does a mortgage I don't know. count? I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it, no, because the only difference between you and me is that you're paying into something, but. And I'm and I'm throwing my money away by by paying rent. You're paying into a house, but we still b- b- both got to remember to pay our rent every month. It's just yours is called mortgage and mine's called rent. We're both responsible. I'm married. You're not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> oh now no now Riley's responsible for you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> eat another rock. Um, my last story was I don't really want to really, I don't read it anymore, but it says French cop leaves suicide note unmasking himself as notorious Grail oh, serial killer. I read that. That's crazy. Yeah, he so, like killed and raped a lot of people. He has a huge yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, 19, through the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. You should do him next week. Uh, see, I don't because I didn't know who he was until I saw that that headline, and I was like, "Who's that killer?" And I looked into it, and he's actually pretty crazy. He did a lot of crazy shit. Oh, did he? Pretty sure killed a lot of people. Oh, maybe I should. Okay, maybe I'll just skip that one. Then. That's we already kinda, covered a shit ton. Yeah, but that's kind of you. Kind of do the murderers. I do like the, um, like the Bigfoots. You do like the wacky baseball stories, <laughs> dude. I had another baseball story that I almost did the episode after the last one. I was like, I can't do two in a row. I don't even. I don't even know how to play baseball. I don't even know where you're getting these stories. From. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. I, I feel like you have an almanac from like your grandpa's attic or something. Dude, you don't even understand how the most difficult part of my every other week is trying to find a goddamn story to talk about on this Dude, podcast. Dude, you don't know what I go through. I have I panic attacks. Shit. I can't find shit. I'm like, I got to bring something good because David's going to bring another fucking baseball story. <laughs> 
I gotta bring something good because it's supposed to be like a, a Camp Strange podcast. And you guys bring spooky stuff, and David's like, "You guys ever heard of a fucking fucking Pogs? <laughs> I'm gonna do history of Pogs." You watch yourself, man. Pogs, cool shit. Cool, cool, cool. They're cool. Get that slammer. Anyway, to be fair, that guy got struck by lightning in a baseball game. No, that was a good Pretty story. Cool. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with your stories. I actually find them very interesting. I actually think it's a, a, a breath of fresh it was air. Interesting. <laughs> I always say that to Katie. I'm like, you said it was funny. I said it was interesting. Um, <laughs> but no, I actually really like them. It's just. Um, I feel yeah. like sometimes I, I have to get pigeonholed into, like, doing the serial killer, and then I got to talk about a guy who, like, raped a kid, and I'm like, oh, why do I have to? And then you're like, why did you tell this story? I was like, we're running out of people. <laughs> there's Again, only, no one there's never a, ever, no one ever only, put a gun to your head and said you have to do a story about a kid getting raped. There's only the rapist left. It sucks. That's true. I hate him. There's a reason no one else talks about this, some of this shit. You don't. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but like, there's so many stories that I read, and I go, "It's just too dark," or it's like, oh god, like it's supposed to be like a comedy podcast too. And I find like, like he he kept a kid locked in a basement for 14 years, and then on the last day, he said he was gonna let him go, and then he opened the door, and and the boy saw the light for the first time in 14 years, and then he stuck an axe in the back of his head, and I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) isn't that the worst when you when you spend two hours writing a story and then that's how it ends, and you're like, well. Looks like it's another orangutan story. <laughs> Look like monkey coming in clutch, swinging <laughs> into the last moment. The, the monkey coming in hot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just... Uh, but my story is a little bit different today. You could Good. call it lore. You could call it whatever you want. But I call... It is lore. It is lore. It's a different Man. kind of lore. Did I tell you one time I legitimately spent a long time writing a story and I found out at the end that it was... I was, it was, it was, it was like a crypt, it was like a cryptozoology. It was like a monster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I read all the shit. I wrote all the shit about it. And at the very end of the article, I realized that it was, uh, the lore off of like a common enemy from like a video game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It was like, wait, what game was <laughs> I don't even know. I had no idea what game it was from. Uh, it sounds cool, but yeah, no, it was it was like some type of like monster that I thought was like some mythology kind of thing, and it got it really it, it really uh, it goofed me hard. I so, got but here, and gaff, I got I got reeled in. <laughs> Here's the thing, David. Yeah, I might be guilty of that today. Oh yeah, I like that. But you know what? It's still lore if you think about it. Oh, you know what? No, that's not what it was. I ended up doing the story. Oh, okay. I just left that part out. Okay, okay. No, but, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It, it was it was like a real uh like crypto monster. Mm-hmm. But the majority of all of the information I found, like the good information that was like interesting, was in video game. It was like what was made for a video game. Like it wasn't actually like to the actual monster. Well, that's the thing I was telling Katie. I was like, my story is a little bit unconventional today, but I'm like, the only difference between like lore and like, you know, movie, video game, comic book, whatever you media lore is that like somebody got paid to create one lore and the other lore, some fucking guy in the, in, you know, in a cabin in the woods was like, Bigfoot put his penis in my mouth. And everyone's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's just like, it's fine. But you're yeah. going to like this one, David. Good. So should let's I just get, get into, into it? it? Yeah, okay. let's do it. 
So I didn't, I, I did not really create an intro for this one, but, um, David, do you remember any horror movies you loved in like the early two thousands? Cabin in the woods. No, that is a good one, but there's a certain horror movie that just, it's not really two thousands. Um, probably mid but this one was i think made in like around 2000 it was a 2001 film okay it was one of my favorite growing up i loved it so much i bought it on dvd and i watched it so many times i know you're a big fan of it too but it was not a critical smash it 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 only made 20 20 million dollars over its uh its box office it was made for like 41 million dollars it only made like 61 back it was considered a flop this director also made um ghost ship have you seen that movie of course yeah that movie intro is great on that one yeah but he that was the last movie he made and he made this one before it is a sequel to a 1960 film and i will dis- i will discuss both of them today but this was one of my favorite films growing up. I freaking loved it. Was it Warriors of Virtue? No. Did you just Google it? No. But do you know what I'm talking about? Warriors no. of Virtue? No. Holy shit. If anybody, if anybody listening right now has ever <laughs> seen Warriors of Virtue, I've really, I've brought this up so many times. I honestly think it's not a real movie, even though you can Google it and it says it's a thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure no one has ever seen it before except for me, and I've watched the shit out of it. <laughs> Do you want me to, can I just read yeah, the description real quick? Sure. Steal my thunder. Uh, oh, this is weird. Lame in one leg. I think that means he has a bad leg. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a bad leg. I can't. That's got to be bad. That means his, his one of his legs a nerd. Fucking nerd must leg. Stink. That's uh, a stinky leg. <laughs> lame in one leg. Ryan Wait, were Jeffers. You this, were you in this movie? Yeah, that's why I like it. Uh, lame in one leg. Ryan Jeffers, Mario Yadidia, uh has few friends in his high school and spends most of his time uh, with Chinese restaurant chef Ming. <laughs> You know when you run into friends, I usually just go to the local Chinese restaurant and find the, find Ming. Good guy. Uh, uh, so yeah, his friend, his one time friend, his only friend is the Chinese chef Ming. The guy's like, um, I'm fucking working. Uh, <laughs> He's like, come who, on, be my friend. Who gives him the book of Tao uh, when he is goaded by the football team into a dangerous ceremony. Ryan falls into a whirlpool and emerges in the magical land of Tao. His leg is fully healed and he is led to Master Chung, uh, whose heroic warriors battle against greedy Lord Komodo. Uh, Ryan joins their fight. So this bio does not say uh, like the one thing about this movie, which is the mighty warriors he hangs out with, which are basically kangaroo men. What? Yeah, there's there's these five kangaroo men. Um and they're like they're like ninjas. Uh-huh. They're they're basically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but they're kangaroos. <laughs> What's the movie called? <laughs> it's called uh Warriors of Virtue. Do a quick Google on this. Uh, I don't want to watch I don't want to see this. Let me see Warriors. Of... Um do, do you think that no, they please, didn't Just please Google it. Did they I'm looking at it right now, but um did they not hang out with him because he had a bad leg? The football team? You think the football team would have a kid with a bad leg? <laughs> Wait. 
Oh my god. They are Ninja Turtles, but kangaroos. And there's They're all five wearing of them. different colored kimonos. They have different weapons. I think they all, I, you know, I think they were elements, and I think each one had like magical powers. It's been 25 years since I've seen this, this but. This kangaroo man is making me some type, feel some type of way. You know, where, where to wow. Wow. watch Venom 2? No. No. Where to watch Warriors? <laughs> we're never going to get to mine. Hold oh, I'm sorry, but hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'll... Where to watch it? Yeah, we're going to fucking watch it right now. Anyway, David, I need, your, that. I need your full undivided attention for this because the lore <sighs> I'm about to speak of today is of a movie that is fantastic, uh, still holds up to this day in my opinion, and just an overall you guys got to pop well, hold it. On, it. Give me another hint. Who's in it? If I give you if I tell you you're going to get it. I'll give just, me a try to give me like an obscure hint that I would have to think about. Shannon Elizabeth is in it. The girl from American Pie who's like the foreign exchange student. I didn't realize she was in anything else besides American Pie. Tony Shalhoub is in it. And if I tell you the last I person met you're going to get, Tony Shalhoub. You're you're going to get on the last person. Go Matthew pack Matthew Lillard's in it. Oh, come on. Scooby-Doo? No. The movie I'm going to discuss today is... 13 Ghosts? 13 Ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. No, I, that makes sense that that's the same guy who did Ghost Ship. Because honestly, I, I kind of can't remember which one's which. Yeah. And that is a good movie. Because yeah. I remember the one... Uh, the, you know you know which ghost I remember. The one everybody remembers. The one that made me very sexually confused as a child? Yeah, the one that really just fucked everything i i would blame her completely on this podcast <laughs> i i think i think the 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 word you're looking for is i mean the name you're looking for is where is the it? prom it, queen it is um <clears throat> the cheerleader the prom they all had code names like that like the the ja- the jackal uh, the jackal oh, was uh, one right no it's the bound woman the Bound Woman. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Wasn't the Jackal like the scariest oh, one? No, it's not the Bound Woman. I don't think so. I swear, I thought it was like the Prom Queen. <laughs> Angry Princess. Oh, Angry Princess. Okay. Anyway, we'll get into it. So, like I want to say, so if you guys don't know about this movie, it's a 2001 movie that was actually, I want to tell you this first, it was remade from a 1960s movie by yeah. William Castle, director of House on Haunted Hill, which was also a 1960 film or around that time. So House on Haunted Hill was another big one in the 90s. I think Owen Wilson was in it. It wasn't as scary. It was just kind of spooky. But um, these are two movies made by this like very prominent uh, horror director. That's that like when horror movies were good. Uh, in the 90s or in the 60s? In like the like the early two thousands, I felt like they had way bigger budgets back then. Like they nowadays, did. it's they have tiny budgets for that shit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, forty forty one million dollars for um, for thirteen ghosts, which like you would never see today. It's a but well well done movie. Like it's it's very yeah. well made. I mean, we'll get into it. I'm just gonna give a little synopsis on it, but the, just to give the synopsis of the nineteen sixty one. Um, but like House on Haunted Hill, like I said. The William Castle film starred Vincent Price, and and he had a shit ton of other movies from the 50s and 60s. And basically, the 1960s movie is about a guy named like uh, Cyrus or whatever, who yeah. it's very similar to the 2001 film where 
he finds out that his uncle died and he left him this house with treasure inside of it. So he shows up there with his family and he's like, I'm going to find the treasure and like keep this house. And there's an um, executor there who's like, I'm the lawyer guy. Here's the house. But the executor knows that there's like hidden treasure in the house. So they go into the house. They find out that there's a bunch of ghosts inside the house. But the executor is like, here, there's like a little boy in the movie, and the, he tells the little boy, you go find the treasure, like, there's treasure in the house, and the little boy goes, like, find the treasure, he, like, finds it, I believe, and then the executor tries to kill the little boy, and what mm-hmm. you find out is that the lawyer guy actually killed the uncle, too, but how he fucking killed him was... He constructed like some fucking bed. You know how beds used to have four banisters going up and then like a canopy above? I mean, they still have that. You're just not rich enough to see it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel like they have them in like the Maldives, you know, like really (laughs) tropical places still have them for sure. Well, those are bug nets, you dipshit. There was a scene in... (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Basically, he created... Like the guy like has his bed and it... When the guys, the uncle was sleeping in it, the fucking canopy thing like lowered down and crushed the uncle and killed him. So the lawyer killed this guy so he could like find the treasure or something. And basically, what happens is like the kid's sleeping in the bed and the the executor is like, I'm going to kill the kid now. He flips the switch, and all of a sudden, the uncle's ghost shows up, wakes the kid up. The kid crawls out of the bed as the thing's like about to crush him. And then the executor gets so scared of the ghost to run away, he like slowly crawls in the bed, and then he gets crushed by the bed. It's Classic. So, it's Love so, that. It's so stupid. But basically... Um, it's not. Don't say it's stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. But, um, of course, um, um, I'll get into the 20, uh, I'll get into the 20, um, 2001 film, but I just want to tell you the ghosts in the, in the 1960s one, cause they're just my favorite. So the spirits included, um, they didn't have like any backstory to them besides like maybe one or two, but, and they look like they're like literally decorations that like you put on your window of just like. Uh, uh, you get them. You get them from Albertsons for Dude, like thirty bucks. It's so bad. Uh, some of them are better than others. Some of them are just like translucent people or animals, and other ones are just like a, literally a drawing of a ghost. It's like horrible. So are you are, are you going to go into like how the ghosts are there? Yeah, well, not for the nineteen sixties film because they didn't. They, they didn't have the science then. They they didn't really give even that much backstory. But um, so they have the wailing lady. There's a couple that are explained. So we have the wailing lady. Um, the clutching hands, <laughs> a fiery skeleton. Well, that that's like my that's my like spirit animals, a screaming fiery skeleton. I I went on like the Wikipedia and they're like, this skeleton is dead. We assume that he died by fire. Like it's there's no backstory. There, they could have at least made it up. Fuck exactly. It. Well, you this could one, make it up now and people would be like, ah, like it. Yeah, I would totally believe it. Yeah. So uh, this this is one of my favorite. An Italian chef continuously murdering his wife and her lover in the kitchen. (sighs) (laughs) He also, like, throws a milk bottle, which is very fun. Um, A floating head. A hanging lady. An executioner holding a severed head. (laughs) A fully grown lion with its headless tamer, Shattuck the Great. 
and I think that's it. Okay. But that's my. That, Boy, I think they, that that's where the budget went was the fucking lion. God dude, damn. They, they put a real lion in there, but it was like translucent, so it was just kind of like a a, a white looking lion, kind of that you could like see through. And the kid was like, "Oh!" And like it just roars, and like and then there's like a headless tamer guy walking around. And the story behind the the Italian chef is he caught his wife cheating with her lover in the kitchen, and he murdered both of them, and then like cooked them, killed himself. Oh, he didn't cook them. Uh, he might have cooked them. Let's just say he cooked them. Okay. But then, uh, so he's stuck in the house. And then the Shattuck the Great, who's the lion tamer, apparently put his head. He, this was my favorite. This is the uh, only he's one. He's doing that, this move? Yeah, he's doing the old school fucking 1950s. I put my head in the lion's mouth with the people do it to Gator now. Oh, to yeah. Gator. So, but he put his head in the lion's mouth. This is my favorite description. And the lion bit down and killed him and ripped his head off. And then it said. The lion is known to have died by natural causes. <laughs> so, like, the lion died. fucking ripped this guy's head off, and then they said the lion just a lion ghost because it died by natural causes. He, he just died. He just dead. But, um, but, um, so there's not there's not a lot of backstory to this. But the 2001 film, um, I'll just run through a little synopsis of it, just the the beginning of it. Um, it's basically about Tony Shalhoub um, and his family. Go and pack, go. They're very, they're very poor, and they get a house, uh, an inheritance from his long lost uncle. He doesn't really know, and the house is just this big fucking like glass house that has. Go like, throw mech- stones, and you live in a glass house. Oh yeah, you know that. So he just has like a bunch of, like mechanisms and shit. He's like, what's going on here? Basically, what you find out, Matthew Lillard, Scooby from Scooby Doo, shows up, and Yo, he's go- crazy. I met the two best actors in this when I was a small child. You met the two best actors that be alive. It's true. So they go in. They're like, "We're gonna get this house," and then they have like the executor there with them and shit like that, uh, who's like the lawyer guy, being like, "This is your new house." And then Matthew Lillard's like, "Hey, what's up? I was your uncle's friend," or like he like lies about something. Basically, you find out that like the uncle was like a, a ghost hunter. He kept he went and found all these certain ghosts because of this black Zodiac, which I will describe in a second. And he locks him in these cells. And Matthew Lillard was like his partner in crime to help him catch all these ghosts. And now he's like showing up there to make sure the ghosts like don't get out or or like release the ghosts. I can't really remember completely. But um, so the black Zodiac, which is um, what um, – Basically, he was like basing the ghost captures off of. This is the Black Zodiac is a dark inversion of the normal Zodiac. Like its celestial counterpart, the the more eldritch Black Zodiac is divided into 12 arcane signs. Unlike its counterpart, these signs represent 12 earthbound ghosts necessary to gain access to the Ocularis Infernum, which of course means in Latin, Eye of Hell. And it is located in Hell... Uh, it's an eye located in hell that once opened will allow uh, its users, uh, whoever is able to control it, to uh, the power to see everything in the past and future, heaven and hell, the blessed and the damned. So basically, like the thing in the middle of this house is like the eye of hell, and you need all thirteen parts of this black zodiac in order to be like the most powerful spiritual person on earth, or something like that. And the uncle was collecting these basically in order to like fulfill this mechanism prophecy whatever you want to call it 
And um, I mean, we can we could do a little run through um, as we go through the ghosts of our favorite parts of this film. It's been 20 years. If you guys haven't seen it, I highly suggest you watch it. I don't think us talking about it will even uh, will even take away from the film. Besides, (laughs) maybe some spoilers we bring up possibly. But um, these backstories of these ghosts are actually not described in the movie. That's what I found. Was this not a book or anything? No, this wasn't a book. It was that 1960 film. Huh. But the 1960 film did not have any of these parts in it. The 1960 film was like literally 13 ghosts in a house. And then they like took the title and went, we're going to completely remake this with like so, a Zodiac and Eye of Hell and everything like that. I guess my big question is the the old one, was it was it, was it spooky scary? Like was it intended to be like a horror film or was it like a – so you said there's like a little yeah. kid, like so it was supposed to be kind of like a more like, like uh, PG thirteen kind of thing. Or it, well, in the 1960s, everything was kind of PG thirteen. There yeah. was no like you know sexuality or or gore or it, it was like it was more of a thriller. Is it, like it's basically a horror movie back then was like a thriller now. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like it's just very tense situations and everything like that. But um, well, okay, not to bring it up, but like kind of like uh, Squid Game. Like, would you call that a horror or a thriller? That's a thriller. Okay. There's there's gore and there's like elements to it that you could maybe call horror, but it's a it's a straight up thriller in my okay. opinion. That's yeah. not a this cat is trying to fucking jump on my lap right now in this chair and I am trying to <sighs> God, these goddamn cats. Katie, can you call the cat? This is a staple at this point. Fucking cats. On this cat is just insane. It's gonna jump up here and fuck up everything. Anyway. Um <laughs> so, so. So basically, um, like I said, the, the the backstory of these ghosts are not discussed in the movie at all. Maybe like one or two, like the big ones, but a lot See, of them I are not. Thought they, yeah, because I kind of remember like them like breaking into like who they were. Again, yeah. it, dude, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. I just remember loving it as a kid when I shouldn't have been watching it. Dude, you got you really have to rewatch it because it's so good. It's so yeah. good. Like I don't know if it holds up to everybody else, but like I love it. It's it's just like so nostalgic. I mean, it's, to me. again, just again, it this was made what you said like two thousand four, two thousand one, two thousand one. So this movie is not new by any means. So obviously it might it's gonna look dated. It's not like our beautiful baby uh, Lord of the Rings, which will always look good. I swear. It kind of looks good still. Does it? Okay. Like the makeup, they use a lot of practical effects, and like that's you, when it all went downhill. Is when we stopped using practical. And on, on, honestly, you know some of the best scenes in this, and like the gore. Like, okay, we can't talk about like the executor dying. Remember that guy? Remember that move with the mm-hmm. door that closes on him? Oh yeah, and they cut some hot dog style. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like the best. Anyway, so something that did. Uh, this cat is just fuck. Give me a second. No, get away. Oh my god, I love this cat. <laughs> Katie, can you call the cat? She's not listening. No one listens to me in this house. Uh, so I don't know if oh, you're she's aware. The cat. She- Thank you. I love you. I don't know if you're aware, but I think Thirteen Ghosts is on HBO Max. Oh, is it really? Okay, good. I good, believe good, good, it good, good. is. So good, good. anybody that wants to watch it. Yeah. So um. But yeah, some great deaths in this movie. Really good practical effects. Uh, the editing and everything about it was like, I thought was like really cool. Really like, it, there's some cheesy parts for sure, like some oh, yeah. of the CGI at the end. But like overall, not a bad movie. Okay. So 
like I said, um, let's get into these ghosts. I'm going to tell you the, the lore of these ghosts because uh, most of them aren't explained besides maybe a handful. So uh, the first ghost is the firstborn son. And it is a ghost of a little bratty boy named Billy Michaels. Who? So he, he looks like a um, – he, he's wearing a Native American headdress, and he has an arrow going through his head. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. So he he loved to uh, to he loved to pretend to be a cowboy, and one day another little kid challenged Billy to a duel. But Billy's cap gun was no match for the boy's real steel tipped arrow that uh, that Billy's ghost still carries. Unlike most of the ghosts, this is one that is a mild threat, never attacking anyone, and just saying, "I want to play." So he's kind of like not a violent ghost like the other ones. But uh, also one more little fun fact is that like you can watch all of these, you can hear all these descriptions in like the special features. And I had it on DVD and that's where I originally heard about all these because I was like obsessed with it. I was like, oh my God, this is like the coolest thing ever. I loved it. And and it gives like a backstory of every ghost. So, you know, uh, Billy was not a real big part of the movie. He was just kind of there. They had to have a kid in there. They had to have a creepy kid. Probably a reference reference to the first movie. But it's also weird because they also say, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there is a little kid in it, the little like Latino boy, is like I Shannon, mean, like the dead Shannon ones. Elizabeth and like uh, the little the little boy, yeah. Mm. But the one thing that did co- carry over from the 1960s film is that they have to put on glasses to see them. Do you remember the the clear glasses that they had to oh, put yeah. on to watch them? Oh, yeah. So yeah. So um, the next one is uh, oh and what damn it I keep forgetting these all these little fun facts. So they they said that he was like a fan of cowboys and Indians and he's dressed as a cowboy but he's wearing a Native American like feather on his head. head. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because he's dressed he's supposed to be like a cowboy. Yeah, but he's wearing like the Indian you know the Native American headdress with the arrow going through his head so it's kind of contradictory a little bit but like yeah. you know it's fine so the next one we have is the torso and that's jimmy the gambler gambino was a gambler in the early 1900s who caught the attention of the mafia after he locks a, lost a boxing bet and didn't have the money to pay up the mafia cut him into pieces and wrapped him in cellophane dumping the remains in the ocean his ghost appears as a torso with a severed head nearby and is more of a neutral spirit than an actively hostile one. Like I said, this guy, I mean, you can't really be that hostile if you're a torso. Yeah, not but much that you can one, do. That one scared the fuck out of me. I think well, you just yeah. like, he had no legs and he's just dragging himself like wrapped in cellophane and there's like a, a head on the ground and it was just like, oh my God, man. Yeah. So, so this next one, uh, The Bound Woman... Susan Legau was the richest girl in town and was very popular. Her one flaw was the way she toyed with boys and men. During her senior prom night, she was killed by a jilted ex named Chet Walters, a star quarterback, after catching her cheating with another guy. The ghost uh, lures Bobby into the dangerous basement and still shows uh, in her prom attire uh, bound ropes holding her arms. I don't really remember her that much. I'm going to see like, bound. yeah, I'm, I'm now trying to like look up if there's like an album somewhere I, where I can see all of them. Oh, don't type in bound woman without typing in 13 ghosts after it. 
There's a fucking Jesus picture Christ. of an old lady tied to a post. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Like sexually. No. <laughs> oh, worse. I see her. Okay, wait. This girl, I remember her now. Yeah, she's kind of like tied up. It. She has like a, a crown. Uh, she has a a necktie around her neck, and her like yeah. arms are like tied behind her and stuff like that. So like obviously like this. Dude, this... the torso, the torso, and the 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 collector's box set has all of them on it. Oh, like they're in cartoon. It, it's great. It's great. So the next one, I don't remember her that well, but we'll get into the heavy hitters soon. So the withered lover, uh, Gene. Oh, yeah. This is this is one of the ghosts. So it's Gene Criticos uh, was a happy and devoted wife and mother. She died as a result of fire injuries at St. Luke's Hospital half a year before the events of the film began. Uh, and unlike most of the ghosts, she is not dangerous. She is benevolent. And for all of us know, that is Tony Shalhoub's wife. And <gasps> she's a, she's a nice ghost. She just, like, has some burns on her. She's yeah. carrying her around a little hospital IV. She's fine. Um, she doesn't, She's not really in the movie that much either. The Torn Prince is next, uh, and that's Royce Clayton. And he was a gifted and famous teenage baseball player in the 1950s who caught the eye of colleague uh, of colleges around the USA. Thanks to his challenger, a greaser who set him up, Royce died in an accident caused by cut brake lines as he was racing. Uh, he went on like to a drag race, and the other guy cut his brakes. His remains are uh, so he flipped his car like three times and he like burned up in it and like died. And his yeah. remains are still buried at the baseball diamond and his ghost carries his baseball bat. So the torn prince is is a was a, a one of the spooky ghosts but not too spooky but he was like very I I remember that scene. Aggressive? Yeah. When Matthew Lillard has to take off the wall and then the fucking guy's like hitting the baseball bat against the 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 glass that like protects him. Yeah. And there's like sparks flying every time he hits it with the baseball bat. Which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. But that's it's like what's a so... wooden baseball bat on plexiglass. Oh yeah. I mean it's not it's special glass with like things written on it. There's yeah. also there's also like a famous uh rapper lady in it who like never kind of came to be uh like anyone of note. I feel like they're I mean, like she was kind God. of like a Lil Kim, but like what name, was her name? name just name I think her name one. was I think her name was Raw Digga or something like that. Let me see. Name yeah. name one like early 2000s horror film that didn't have a rap artist in it. That's true. Like Jaw Rule was killing it, you know. Right? Uh, Ice Cube, not Ice, Ice Cube. Well, I'm sure Ice Cube, but I was thinking more. Uh, boy, is a helicopter going to my house? Where am I, LA? Yeah. Um, uh, fuck, LL Cool J was in all of them. Oh yeah, uh, Deep Blue, uh, Anaconda. Deep Blue Sea. Great. Yeah, Raw Digga was like the nanny. She was like the comedic, uh, the the comedic uh, side character, but she was great, and I liked her. I loved her. So um, I loved next, her very much. Next, 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 we have the Angry Princess. And that's Dana Newman, who was oh here we go. Dana Newman was a beautiful but abused lady who lived in the later 1900s. She had plastic surgery to alter her perceived flaws, and after a botched experiment that mutilated her eye, she brutally killed herself in a bathtub at the clinic. Her ghost often carries blood, 
is naked and carries mm. the same knife she used to commit suicide. So if you guys don't know the Angry Princess, you guys haven't seen Thirteen Ghosts because every it's kind of hard to miss. Every I just remember like I was like this is confusing to me. It really sent the wrong message to my young brain. I was just like, what's going on here? She looks horrible, but I'm still attracted. Are you Googling her? No, of course not. I want to Google her now. No, I finally found one page that had all of them on it. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, Angry Princess. Yeah. Really freaky. Ooh, people like cosplay her. That's a fun cosplay. Because she, she hated Shane Elizabeth, Shannon Elizabeth's character because she was, like, naturally pretty. Yeah, she was pretty, and she was, like, not obviously fucked up. But, like, I just remember, like, wow, yeah, that's – she's horrifying. It looks bad now for sure, but as, you know, 11-year-old <laughs> kid. That's all we got. This is before the internet. Oh, this yeah. is <laughs> – and it's funny because like she they said that she killed herself in a bathtub. She has like big cut marks all over her body. Yeah, she looks like she went through a blender. How did she cut her? How did she kill herself? This is this is insane. So, um yeah, she she was she was a fan favorite for sure in my mind. Um the the pilgrimess um Isabella Smith came to North America as a uh colonialist in order to find a new life after being an orphan in England. The tight-knit community ostracized and ignored her and used her as a scapegoat, being accused of witch... Excuse me. Witchcraft. When crops and animals mysteriously died. Oh, don't you love it when you could just blame somebody else for your shitty shitty farming and negligence of your animals? Um, She denied such accusations, uh, but... She was trapped in a burning barn. Like, they tried to burn her in a barn, but managed to escape uh, unharmed. And that only just, like, you know, sealed her fate, sealed the deal as, you know, the the stupid fucking dumb witch trials where they're like, we're going to strap you to a chair and throw you in the water. And if for some miraculous reason you survive, then you're a witch. And they're like, so if I die, I'm not a witch. And then they're like, Yeah, that's how that works. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is fucking ass backwards. Yeah, it's like uh, Mighty Python. Uh, ex- uh, yeah. She turned me into a newt. I got <laughs> better. So so she died of starvation after being condemned to the pillory, um, which is the stocks. So they put her in the stocks, and people threw tomatoes at her and rocks and stoned her and, and like, she ended up starving to death and she carries with her as a ghost, uh, her, the pillory around her. So she has her arms and head in the stocks. And, you know, I don't know if you remember her in the movie, but she has the big wooden things around her. If you guys don't know what stocks are. Um, and her skid is badly damaged, of course, because, you know, she was, uh, you know, in the sun 24 seven, you got to wear that sunscreen guys. Yeah. So, uh, the great child, which was one of the ones that really kind of like, he Fuck didn't, that one. He didn't do much, but like I oh. rem- remember how gross that one was. It's the it's the one thing I can't do. What's that? Describe him. Tell me. Tell me what's gross about him because it's the one thing I can't do. So, Harold Shelburne. They really covered all their bases. I have to say with these ghosts of like sexy, gross, not harmful, scary, 
Sexy again. Intimidating. One more sexy. Another sexy one, like the, the <laughs> dire mother sexy. <laughs> so Harold Shelburne, the great child, was a mentally disabled man who never outgrew diapers. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, David. We, we found him. We Ladies found and gentlemen, him. We, fa- we got him. <laughs> we found our candidate. So he never outgrew diapers and had to be spoon-fed until uh, – uh, until he, as a fully grown adult, he often made baby sounds as well. Ooh, disturbing. Uh, after being mocked, teased, and tormented re- relentlessly all his life, he caused a massacre uh, at the old freak show where he uh, where he and his mother Margaret Shelburne lived. You see, some of the freaks had kidnapped and killed his mother as a joke one night. I think they like locked her in a trunk because she was like really tiny, and she ended up like dying and suffocating. And the circus owner Jimbo had uh uh oh so so basically when when he found out his mother died he like took these axes and like killed everybody at the circus killed all the other freaks and then like uh like destroyed everything at the circus and jimbo the uh the circus owner had uh harold mutilated beyond recognition and his ghost appears as harold did in life with a small patch of hair a bib covered in vomit and cloth diapers he still holds he still holds the axe that he used to kill his enemies so he's like a big fat guy in diapers who has like vomit on his face and just like is absolutely disgusting. So yeah, the vo- the vomit thing, gross. I that's like the one I can't I can't do I can't do puke dog I yeah. can't do dog puke. Oh, I wake my wife up dog. in the middle of the night and say the dog threw up in the bed again. The dog puked. Invisible dog fucking puked somewhere. It's well, invisible okay. puke, but I feel it. It's in my oh, toe. Can't stop saying that. Um. <laughs> Well, there, I think there's one aspect. I, I, I'm not trying to correct you in your story here. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was looking for the pictures of all of them, I found a page that had a little bio and it said that, uh, did you talk about who Harold's papa was? His no. bad daddy. Oh, wait, maybe. I mean, um, I'm about to talk about the it dire mother. It might be mother. in the dire mother. The tall man? Yeah, well, read, read dire. Read, okay. Read. So the dire mother, Margaret Shelburne, Harold's mother, was a shy little lady standing three feet tall. She never could stand up for herself. As the freak show where she lived, uh, at the freak show where she lived, she was raped by the tall man. Yeah, that's Another's, what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's why like Harold's so big. So like um, he was another circus freak and gave birth to her uh, illegitimate son Harold. Um, whom she loved more than life itself. She smothered and spoiled him from infancy and never stopped as he grew. This is the main reason for Harold's mental handicap. I don't think that's true. For for caring too much? Well, I'm, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, you you neglect a child enough from like learning. Yeah. Oh, like like she just treated him like a baby for so long that he just stayed a baby forever. Yeah, yeah. That, that does make sense. So the uh, the two were abused to the point where Harold killed almost the entire circus after Margaret died. And as ghosts, they remained together with Harold being, uh, being protective. Uh, like the torso, she is not aggressive and is more of a neutral spirit. So she, again, is a she's neutral cool. spirit. Yeah, she's cool. She just won't feed her big old fat baby. Yeah. Um, but fuck, well, man. Won't clean the baby because he's fucking covered in yellow puke. Yeah. It, is it yellow or is it green? It's yellow. I'm looking at a picture right now. It looks like it's cream corn. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> get the corn out of here. Get the corn away. Uh, so, so if you guys don't know from the movie, a lot of these ghosts are kind of like um, in the background, kind of chilling, kind of like looking at you. There's some of them, like I said. I mean, for uh, fuck's sakes, there's 13 of them. The movie's only an hour and a half so yeah you can only have so many ghosts interact and it's, some has to be exposition you know how it is but um these next three are and last three are the heavy hitters oh, and no pun intended oh, i mean i guess like it would be 12 ghosts because the 13th ghost is supposed to be like the, the lover the, or the dad the owner yeah, really? it's it's Tony. It's 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 Monk. Monk is the it's supposed to be the thirteenth, but basically, uh, these are the three hitters that fucked me up in the head, and literally this next one scared the shit out of me to the point of no return. So the hammer. Uh, I see the jackal is the one that scared me. The jackal really? scared Every... me so much that I remembered his name after all these years. Yeah, see, see the jackal usually scares people the most but the hammer scared me the most so the hammer was a happy and honest family man and blacksmith george markley was falsely accused of stealing by a higher up named nathan and threatened with exile from their old western town george refused to leave and his family was lynched by nathan and his band of thugs while walking home from the town market one one day so if you guys don't know this too the hammer is black he's a black guy so like this is obviously like more a racial thing yes exactly they lent they lynched his family seeking justice in the corrupt town george took his blacksmith hammer and killed those responsible uh but the town folks uh, so he beat them to death with his hammer. He just like fucking pummeled them to death. And, and obviously ham- like blacksmith, like old school blacksmith, the dude's just like a massive jacked guy. He's a massive jacked guy. And the hammer is fucking gigantic too. He's like, it's like a sledgehammer. It's like a tiny, it's like, I don't know, medium sized sledgehammer. It's like a big fucking hammer. Yeah. So George took his blacksmith hammer and killed those responsible, but the town folks chained him to a tree and drove railroad spikes into his body. His left hand was then cut off and his hammer was cr- that his hammer was crudely attached to. His ghost is one of the more angry spirits and is partially responsible for oh one of the deaths. I'm not going to bring it up just in case you guys watch it, but I like it's when when the hammer is at the end of the hallway i i shit so much blood out my ass it's the scariest thing i've ever seen i can't all of the he he has railroad spikes coming out of him he is so fucking scary looking but um of course these next two are also high contenders and i feel like if you choose any one of these i would not argue with you just the hammer was my guy the hammer was my dude so the next one is the jackal see born to a prostitute in 1887 ryan coon developed a sick appetite for women attacking and raping strays and prostitutes in the night what does that mean strays like dogs yeah sure no stray like People. Like w- like women walking around, yeah, like stray people. <laughs> they don't like, matter. Is that like the boy who was raised by wolves? The jackal's like, I gotta rape that kid. 
like, oh my God, Jackal, don't do it. He's had a hard enough life. Get up. What are you doing? So, so he would, he would attack people at night and, you know, he voluntarily, here's the weird thing about the Jackal. He's kind of responsible. He's kind of the most responsible friend I have because he voluntarily went to uh, Borhamwood Institute for treatment to cure this problem, um, which is really funny. He checked himself into a mental institution. So uh, I guess you could say he might swallow a rock or two. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but the medical practices made him much worse, oh, of course, causing him to go completely insane after years of solitary confinement. Uh, having his head, this is the thing that is most noticeable about the uh, the jackal, having his head locked in a cage after breaking out of his straitjacket and developing a hatred of humanity. So they would tie him up with, uh, in the straight jacket so tight that he would still like, he would like still find a way to bust out of it and like bite people. So they put his fucking head in like a cage, like a lantern yeah. cage. And as you guys probably remember the, the front of the lantern cage is like, all like bent outward. Like he, so fucking, he still, so he can still nibble. He can still he can nibble in there. Put your finger in there. He don't get he'll, nibble. You still get a little snack. So, so when the asylum burst into flames, he chose to stay behind and perish in the fire. Fucking nuts, dude. Uh, his ghost carries his torn straitjacket uh, with the torn cubic head cage and is called a sign of hell's winter. He is one of the more aggressive and violent ghosts attacking and nearly killing Kathy before Kalina saves her. I mean, I don't want to get too many, too many, too many spoilers, but... Um, and last but not least, we got to get to the big bad boy that we see in the very first scene of the movie. David, do you remember who this is? When they're you in know, the I, I, I looked at the list and I saw all the names and I already forgot. I know it, it's something like... It's the scariest like, name. Oh, yeah, I, I think I know what it is. Who is it? I'm the Juggernaut, baby. Yeah, the Juggernaut, which is honestly like the fucking scariest name. It, like, it's a yeah. cool name. The opening scene is them catching the juggernaut. So Horace Breaker Mahoney was born very disfigured and was an outcast his entire life. His mother abandoned him at a tender age and his dad put him to work in the junkyard uh, using his unusual strength to crush cars. That's kind of strange. I feel like you got to be really strong. Who buys a junkyard and was like, I can't afford the car crusher. Good Get thing I got this boy. fucked up son. <laughs> he a fucked up son. Fuck up, fuck up this car real quick. You got it, Dad. So after his dad died, Horace went insane. I can say that the guy crushing cars for a living was already probably a little insane. So Maybe Horace, just a wee bit. <laughs> Horace went insane. He would take motorists and hitchhikers tear them apart with his bare hands and feed the remains to his dogs. After several of these murders, he was arrested. So what, what he would do is he would uh, bring motorists apparently like after their car would break down, he'd bring them to the junkyard and then he'd rip them apart with his hands, feed yeah. them to dogs. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can crush a car. You could, you can crush a man. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. <laughs> so, so after several years of murders, he was arrested, and a SWAT team shot and killed him when he broke free of his handcuffs. You can't put that man in handcuffs. He crushed cars for a living. For sure. 
They're like, what's your Six occupation? <laughs> what's your occupation? Crushing cars. Um, we got like forty zip ties back here, buddy. So, um, so he broke the handcuffs, and uh, and they uh, as a ghost, he remained at the junkyard with his body riddled with bullet holes, um, killing intruders. Uh, so they they put his kill count up into the forties or fifties, making the ghost one of the most evil and dangerous of the twelve. But here's the best part: after he broke out of the handcuffs, apparently he killed like two or three officers, and they had to fucking shoot fifty rounds into his ass. Not his ass, but his whole body. Oh, okay. It's so not just directly into his cheeks. No, they didn't no, cheek no. Him up that good. He ain't Swiss cheese that bad. Just poop coming out like a fucking uh, shower head. Like one of them, one of them Play-Doh boys, you you put it in, you you push his head down, and squeeze out his buttons. <laughs> exactly, my boy pooped like a shower head. It's the spaghetti maker. So so that's uh that's the uh, one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve. That's the twelve ghosts, and the thirteen ghosts is Tony Shalhoub, the best actor to ever grace the silver screen. Go or- pack go. I said a million times, I met Tony Shaloub in the fan store in Green Bay. Oh, did you? Yeah. I went to a Packer game when I was a kid, and I, I, we saw him at the uh, like the fan store where you buy you know, sweatshirts and shit. Isn't that crazy when he grabbed the cheese head off the fucking uh, counter? He looked over at you, and he went... He spat in my face? No, he put it on his head, and he goes, Hey, look at me. I'm the juggernaut's ass. I, this might have been pre <laughs> No. This, this is, is not pre two thousand one, right? You were in sixth grade. I, I know, know that because Fuck you're yeah. two years older than me. Now I was in fourth grade, dude. Nine eleven. You ever remember it? Oh yeah. You're never. never yeah. You're never not supposed to remember it. That's true. That's kind of the whole motto of it. That's <laughs> the whole motto, man. Um, I know Monk was really big when we saw him. I don't know what years Monk was. Monk was big. Monk was when I was in like it, it was a little bit after that. I think. I think Monk was never small. I think they. <laughs> I think they saw this and they went, "This oh, guy, shit. this guy needs to be a fucking OCD detective." Monk was two thousand two to two thousand nine, so he filmed this movie like the summer before. Yeah, I remember the. I remember the watching the behind the scenes of Monk, and the guy was like. I remember watching watching Thirteen Ghosts, and I said, "This fucking Thirteen Ghosts needs to be a detective in San Francisco who can't stand dirt." Man, you you Google the word monk on Image Google, and it's a fun ride. <laughs> I'm it's a lot it's of a lot of friars. It's a it's a it's a lot of like Thai monks, and then oh. Tony and then Tony's just mixed into all of it. Ooh, I was picturing like a Gregor Mendel splicing a pea pod. No, there's there's like a few, there's a couple of those for sure, but for the most part, it's all like Buddhist monk. Mm, yeah, of course. Well, just to wrap this up, I'd have to say the movie is fantastic. They're worth watching just for the the ghosts alone, and our boy Matthew Lillard Oof, gives that, an man. outstanding performance. Shaloub, of course. Shannon Elizabeth, yes. Little boy, pretty fun. Has a razor scooter. That's sure. enough nostalgia right there for you. Raw digga, so good. And we didn't even mention Cyrus. Cyrus the uncle. Oh, and possibly Wasn't he like the bad guy. He was a, he was a bad guy. He might be a bad guy. But here's the thing that we never talk about the scene that fucked me up the most. 
And that was when the woman, his like sidekick, the you know like his hot sidekick, oh, she was yeah. like pretty the hot, big, the brunette, the big, the big squish. Oh, dude, you remember? Yeah. She tries to steal like the book, and he try. It happens. There's no build up to it. The it door closes. She runs. The door closes. She turns around. The other door closes, and then all of a sudden, the the walls start closing in on her. And my God, ladies and gentlemen, you have to see that. To it's fucking just the, oh, it's just the it's, big squish because that's not that's not practical. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They really yeah, did it. Not, it is practical. They they, they killed. Oh my it. god! Wait 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 wait. Was that lady? Wait. Oh my god. Wait. If thirteen goes. If that lady is who I think it is, holy shit! <gasps> she did get the big squish. No 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 no. It is. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. The lady that gets squished is Miss Honey from Matilda. No one. I, I never, I never watched Matilda. I know. I kind of had a crush on Miss Honey. Oh, I didn't call her Miss Honey for no reason, eh? She was also in the new movie Old. If you want to see that, she's what was that. Uh, it's M Night Shyamalan movie that just came out. Is that the one at the beach? Yeah. Let's go to the beach. Beach. I thought that was called the beach. Uh, nope. It's called old, but damn, it's Miss Honey. Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Oh my God, yeah. did she date the guy, the main character? Did she, she did she date uh, Gordon from yeah. Gotham? Yeah, man. Whoa, good I for don't him. Know what you're talking about? And good for her. Uh, the guy who from the OC, he was in Gotham. He was good. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Understand why his career fell apart? Was it like the David Schwimmer effect, where like no one can see past? Uh, he like, was in Gotham. He was in Gotham. But besides that, I, I mean, think Gotham was, I watched a little bit of Gotham. It was fun. No, what's that guy's name? Benjamin McKenzie. He's doing okay. Benjamin. He doesn't look like, he doesn't look like a Benjamin. Uh, he doesn't. He looks oh, like he a Sam. Does. Benjamin McKenzie. Dude, he's doing okay. Oh, you know who he's married to? He's married to the lady from, uh, uh, you know what? I'm just throwing out all these fucking obscure references. Oh, doesn't help. Just move on. He was a cop in Southland. Yeah, That's he's right. Doing, yeah. He's doing fine. I just thought he could do bigger. You know what? You're right. He he could always do bigger because this guy is a national treasure. He dated yeah. Miss Honey. Good for him. Anyway, uh, that's that's my story. Go watch 13 Ghosts. I hope it's on HBO Max. I hope you're right, David. But I, I'm pretty positive it is. Go watch it. The squish is worth it. It's It's October now, so load up the horror movies it's spooky month watch it just throw it on it's such a fun nostalgia bomb it's fun it's kind of campy it's really fun yeah anyway it's a good one. i'm done i'm done all right tobin today we're going to uh be taking a nice long trip over to the land of zimbabwe what's your favorite spot in zimbabwe like you're you you're there it's like 3 p.m you're like hungry but you know you're looking for like a small dish where are you going watering hole yeah, you like that? You like that cantina? Uh, yeah, yeah. I like a little. I remember thinking I could play that song, uh, note by note, on my recorder when I was like seven. And could you? I, I, I mean, I thought I could, but I still want to apologize to my family. Um, so, uh, in 1994, at the Aerial School located in Rua, Zimbabwe, around 60 small children looked into the sky in disbelief. A sight so unbelievable, all 60, all 60 of these kids could not 
convince many people what they saw was real. All 62 of these kids saw one thing, and that was a UFO. I thought you said there's 60 of them. Now you're saying there's 62 of them. I said there was around 60, and now I'm just saying there's 62. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if the story checks out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now um, the now the 63 kids uh, seeing. Kidding. <laughs> I was just gonna roll with it. I was like, okay. And there's alien. One of the aliens is standing next to him. Be like, what the fuck is that, guys? <laughs> now the now what the 62 kids were seeing wasn't just the whole thing, since a handful of the kids who witnessed the event claimed to have actually had communication with some of the aliens. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So some of the kids got special treatment. Threw a cell phone down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this is 94. A big cell phone. B- a car phone? Yeah, those big fucking honking things. I had a friend in middle school that had a car phone. Like, his mom had a car phone. The one in, like, the, the middle console? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm talking about the ones that, like, looks like a fucking cinder block and has a big antenna that comes out oh, of the yeah, side of it. Oh, yeah, great. Definitely did not give any brain tumors or anything. Oh, no way. Uh-uh. No. Perfectly took safe. Four, took 14D batteries. Yeah. <laughs> One two-minute call. <laughs> Didn't even text. I think it was stupid. Um, so uh, <clears throat> these uh, these aliens had one simple message for the children, and that message was, take care of the environment because if the kids couldn't lead the future in the right direction, the, ro- the world would soon face an environmentally... Catastrophic event, which would lead to the kill of the planet. God, I didn't even look at this. It would kill the planet uh, <laughs> along with us on it. Damn, I didn't know these these aliens listened to Whitney Houston. Yeah, I believe the children are the future. <laughs> it's true, man. I mean, it makes sense. It adds up. I mean, it's so funny. Everyone's like the children. Like, of course, the children. Like, every generation gets better. Like. Well, they just keep growing. No, I don't even really like understand why, but it's kind of true. Like every I, somebody's gonna out there and be like, "Oh, new generation! Oh, what you gonna give them participation medals?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, you gave those to us." Yeah, the boomers really ass. fucked everything up, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. There's like, "Oh, you guys are so sensitive." What you got your participation trophy? I'm like, I didn't fucking buy a participation trophy for myself. By the way, I didn't even get them, but. They're like, they gave them to everybody else, and they're like, you don't even get one. You didn't even participate. Yeah. Let's call low. peeing on the inside of your window, participating. <laughs> yeah, well, there you fucking go, people. If you want to listen to Greta Thun's, Thunsberg, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listen to the damn aliens. Is that that Greta, is that that rock band? Yeah, Greta, Greta Van, Van Thunberg. Thunberg. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Oregon shouldn't be hot still. I mean, yeah, I said no. I said that when I was writing this. It's it's raining now, but that's not the point. You, you know, the planet is dying. The government hates us. The animals are leaving, and the aliens aren't contacting us. We might be alone. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, we can't be friends. I actually don't really remember where that reference is from, but I it sounds very familiar. <laughs> it was like some girl on. No, you twi- don't remember. Well, it was some girl on Twitch trying to be like really deep, uh, um, but just sounded really stupid. And then it got famous because someone edited it into like one of those old school, like Call of Duty highlight tapes. 
Mm, and yeah. it like goes from that into like no scoping 360s with like some emo <laughs> band playing. It's a oh, really it was good like, video. Take yep. me down. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. Bury me, bury yeah, me. Yeah, that video. Oh, that's God, I it. Love it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so back to the story. Uh, these uh, 38 children. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, you these twenty, these twenty six, <laughs> these sixty two, uh, fucking dyslexia, sixty two children, and even some faculty, which I think is interesting. So they don't really talk about the faculty that much, um, because they don't believe the adults. Uh, all told the exact same story, that uh, two sexy motherfuckers. That's what the kids called them. Uh, what? The that the aliens? Kids? Yeah, we're talking about the aliens. <laughs> that two sexy motherfuckers that were about three feet tall with large black mm. eyes emerged from the UFO. Uh, and, you know, they came out and started talking to some of them. Uh-huh. And uh, this story sparked enough curiosity that Harvard, a professor of psych... Oh, God, I know it's going to fuck me up. Sorry, there's a there's a big monster truck outside of my house right now that's, that's oh, revving its fucking engine. A professor of psychiatry... John, really? That's the word? There's, dude, there's a Y in between an S and a C, and then there's like an A. <laughs> uh, I had a hard time with um, executor. Yeah, that's a hard one. Because I wanted to say executor. Yeah. Excelsior. I am executor. I am executor. I am a half skeleton man. So, Professor from Harvard, big bad, big bad, big bad man, uh, John mm-hmm. E. Mack, John E. Mack. That's not his name? Johnny Mac. Not Johnny Mac. Not Johnny Mac. John E. Mac. Hey, Johnny Mac, what are you going to do? Like John oh. Evelyn Mac. I'm going to teach uh, you about philosophy. Psychiatry. Psychiatry. Uh, went to visit the school of children and staff uh, with a South African producer named Nikki Carter, who was. What? Well, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> The second most talented Backstreet Boy. He can never live up to beating Shaq. Aaron did that. Nick Aaron did, did it. Nothing. Nick did Nick nothing. Nothing. He's probably an anti-vaxer. <laughs> Which one? Shaq. <laughs> hey Chuck, let's face it. The, the 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 COVID can't reach me up here. It just can't reach me up here, Chuck. I'm not gonna lie to you. I want a cheeseburger right now. Oh, that's a bad shack. I can't I, my, do it. Not like mine was any good. Kobe. Hey, uh, Kobe. He was. St- he's still my number one person who, uh, in in my time in, uh, you know, the big leagues, Hollywood, working with celebrities, he was the one guy I always wanted to work with that I never got to work with. He seems cool. That yeah. guy seems like he needs two vaccines <laughs> for every one vaccine you get. I was going to say, I think I've got two. No, I know. <laughs> You know what I mean. He needs four magazines. But yeah, so uh, South African producer Nikki Carter, who uh, probably went by Nikki after uh, Backstreet Boys, who was uh, well-versed in this event, being that he had already actually shot a short documentary for the SABC. You want to take a swing at that? South African Bureau of colonization <laughs> 50% broadcasting corporation okay uh so a part of uh, professor max study involved interviewing each child on what they saw 
And uh, one thing I thought was pretty cool is he had them all draw what they saw. Ooh, that is fun. Pretty fun. You can actually look, go look at all the drawings and stuff. And uh, believe it or not, all the stories matched. And uh, the drawings were pretty similar. You know, not exactly, but they're fucking kids. Kids are stupid. Yeah, um, I can't. I couldn't draw. I remember when I figured out how to use a marker to like make all the lines go one way and make the picture look better. Yeah. Oh man, game changer. That was a game changing day. Or when you know, it's even better when you use a colored pencil to fill it in, and then uh, you outlined it in that in the marker. You push oh, harder. It just pops. Yeah, it pops. Pops real good. Makes the alien pop. Yeah. That in, sexy ass. In this defense, one of the things I researched reading, one of the comments was like. It's like, of course, the drawings aren't going to be identical. Like, show show a picture of a bicycle to five adults and see how much of their pictures like line up after like a second of seeing it. Like, ooh, ooh, yeah. Should I just like throw a bicycle in the air and then ask people to draw it? That could be fun. I mean, they would all be different because you know they're not all going to be seeing at the exact same see, time. You see, know? yeah, so some would be upside down, some would be sideways. So these 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 children saw it in a split second. I'm guessing they said the alien came down and was like, "What's yeah, up?" Yeah, no, I'm not. I, you know, that was one thing I didn't see was how long it was actually like visiting them for. But still, children are just like they don't. You know, they just like you. You, you show them a picture of Abraham Lincoln, and then the, all they get is like the fucking top hat, and it's all mashed potatoes underneath. Yeah. It's like it's Wooden a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I mean, it kind of was a nightmare, anyways. You put the bullet hole in there. Why'd you do that? <laughs> that that's the overachiever. But it's through the top of the top hat, and Lincoln's smiling like they missed. That's fun. That is fun. That's oh. really fun. He should have worn the hat. He should have. He, like, they would have missed. The guy's like, I got to shoot high because that's where the, the tip <laughs> where of the, the brain, brain is. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then he takes off his hat and his head shaped like that. And he actually that's dies. Fuck. <laughs> that's fucked up. He's a cone head. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, all these kids say that they saw UFO and aliens with big eyes near uh, the school's playground on that day. And uh, this story was huge in 1994 and made the media circuit with BBC being one of the first to speak with witnesses and report it. Um, it is pretty cool though. Like on a lot of the kids drawings, like you like see like the jungle gym in their drawing, like in front of the UFO. Oh really? Yeah. I just don't really understand why they had to put the big dick on the alien. Oh, you should. I mean, if you were there, you'd get it. <laughs> Wait, would I, you could see the line. I would get it. From when it dragged through the, the, the bark. sand. It was like a bonsai garden. I would uh, get it. I don't crop, want it. Them crop circles. That's not from the shit burning. <laughs> That's some alien gonorrhea. <laughs> it's like a constant firecracker. The they'll tell you that the aliens got the big balls and they drop them on the cornfield. And... Well, they, they I tell you that corn never tastes the same. <laughs> The STDs uh, intergalactic, you don't get it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Nikki Carter, the film producer from South Africa, had absolutely no doubt that the kids were telling the truth about what they saw by reading the tone of their voice and, you know, their body language. Uh, because, you know, it's, those, those are things that children are not good at faking because, you know, they're, they're stupid kids. They don't get it. Yeah, they're, uh, they're you bad know when a liars. Kid's li yeah, you know when a kid's lying. Did you they're touch it? What? No, I, did you touch it? No, I didn't touch it. Did you touch it? 
No. You couldn't, you couldn't have thought of like, did you have a cookie? You had to well, go with, did you touch it? It's an alien. We all, we have to ask the question of anybody that got near the alien, did you touch it? Uh, the one kid didn't, he burst into flames. Uh, <laughs> and the other went, don't touch it, I'm a virgin. <laughs> oh, is that the gonorrhea, actually? That's how you put it out. It's the um, gonorrhea, that's why he caught fire. Yeah. The burning sensation is real. So, uh, it was clear that the kids, uh, were not all told like by one person, like what happened. Like they weren't like, like no teacher was like, all right, kids, this is what we're going to say. We're going to end the news. Like people are going to send us money. Like we're going to be able to build that playground or, you know, something like that. Like it was like, it was I wish it were that easy. See an alien get money. Yeah. I mean, some people it is, I guess. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, you get along with the fame and everything and, yeah. Who knows? You write a book, but yeah, no, it was it was clear that this was not like a uh, orchestrated event. Yeah, they're not in it. For, they're like I say, kids are too stupid to to have long. They don't scheme. Kids yeah. don't scheme. They think they're scheming, but they're not. Yeah, uh, they all had their own unique way of telling the story. But at the end of the day, all the stories had you know the same message at the end and the same kind of you know. Oh, that result. treasure, that friendship was a treasure all along? Yes. Yo, that ho. Was the, that was the message at the end. Uh, so in one of those articles, it says uh, one of the kids remembered an alien telling him that humans should not be so technologed. Technolid, technologed, which isn't a word. Um, the guy's like, really? You flew here in a Tesla. <laughs> It's an XR. I mean, I don't know. I I'm too poor to know the different models of a, yeah. of a Tesla, but he there's had only, the new. There's like only two. He had the new one. And that's that's he all had you need the to know. he had the truck that breaks if you throw a ball bearing at its window. Cyber that's an truck. Old, that's an old meme. <laughs> oh, because then he like he was like joking that like you couldn't break the window and he like fucking broke it on like the he pre- threw a metal he threw a metal eight ball at the window and he goes the metal the windows don't break and he threw it and the fucking window broke and he went <laughs> <laughs> well don't throw a magic fucking metal eight ball at it and we're fine it's like oh, what God. kind of rocks are hitting your fucking wind and also like how terrifying <laughs> is that if you get caught in that thing and it catches fire it's like that the firefighters are like you're fucked sorry yeah sorry we can't break in you're, you're in a driving a fucking oven. safe <laughs> So, uh, Professor Mack was a previous winner of the Pulitzer Prize. Whoa! And uh, so, yeah, he was a highly respected individual in the psych world. Uh, But many of his colleagues had their doubts and looked down on him for investigating so much into the UFO sighting. Like, they kind of shunned him for it. Um, In a BBC interview, Mack said, uh, I would never say yes, there are aliens taking people. But I would say that there is a compelling, compelling, powerful phenomenon here that I cannot account for in any other way. Yet, I can't know what it is, but it seems to me that it it invites a deeper, further inquiry. How fucking, how like set in your ways and stupid you have to be to just be like, uh, I know everything. You're dumb. 
for for thinking that aliens exist. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're You're cool. cool. Fuck you. (laughs) No, but that's like so fucking stupid. That's just being like, I know exactly what happens after you die. And someone's like, someone's like, um, no, you don't. And some guy's like, well, I'm going to look into it. And like, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. And like, you know what? We don't really know. And the, and the, the other psychologist like, what a fucking idiot. He's like, I'm saying that like, it's interesting and probably deserves a little bit more research. And yeah. they're like, nope, you're an idiot. You shouldn't have went to Ga- uh, Zimbabwe. I'm glad we don't know what happens when we die. Uh, I mean, I would like to know if it was something good, but if it's not, long, you keep that, uh, keep that to yourself. It probably isn't, and that's why they don't tell people, because people just be like, "All right, well, fuck this." I know. The world just, would fall apart. No, it it would fall apart if we figure out anything in terms of afterlife. If like, th- there's some movie out. I think I forget what it's called, but like, there's a movie out where um they fi- some scientist figures out it has Jason Siegel in it, but uh they figure out that there is a heaven. Some scientists figures out there is a heaven and everyone just starts killing themselves. Yeah. And it's like, that's exactly what would happen. Like, we're not supposed to know because people know that's against the rules of getting into heaven. (laughs) (laughs) They get there. And the one sign that says you can't kill yourself. No shoot. No, no soul, no service. (laughs) I don't know. Fuck. That was bad. I was trying to figure out something. That I, I was trying, it. To, trying to figure out some joke. It's better than most of jokes. So I'll take it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Randall Nickerson, another uh, documentary filmmaker, uh, took Randall. up Max. What? What? <laughs> took Randall. up Max. Random. Took up Max' uh, word about doing further research and made a follow-up film, Finding the Children today to see what they have to say again smart guy i don't yeah. think you should discredit these people yeah um if but not I, I, it's it's like a psychology spare experiment on like human behavior and people are like fucking idiots i mean that's what every like alien encounter if it's not actually an alien encounter it's a psychology experiment on human psycho like uh group think or like you know what i mean yeah. not saying they're all fake or they're all real i'm just saying if one isn't real that's what it becomes and it's it's yeah. fine there's a kind of similar to this idea, but there was a, a really cool documentary series. I feel like I've brought up in this before, um, but I believe it's called like seven up. Oh, uh, that's a soda. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but there's like a documentary. Uh, right. I watched it in a documentary class I took in college, mm. uh, but it's a, it was a documentary series that followed a group of kids from the age seven to like 14 to mm-hmm. like it like would go up seven years and so they would make another one every Ooh, seven years to like check boyhood. in with the same people yeah it's, but like it's boyhood the documentary yeah <laughs> but it's it, but it's old like the first one came out like 70s oh wow yeah so the kids on like coke yeah well i think i no, i like i really think like if that was happening like it was shown oh yeah that's um, really interesting that's like kind of cool it's like it's it's like his side hustle that he's going to release when he's like 80 years old. He's like, here's my movie of of a third grade class's life. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of footage to go through. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, he didn't just like, he would like check in with them and film for like a few weeks and just be yeah, like, I know. now this person's a doctor and has three kids. Like this guy. That's really cool. He's actually. dead. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Everybody's favorite character from the first one, the cute little kid fucking which one did, died. Which one did you like? Ben? Ben he fell dead. asleep in a puddle and died. I needed a good ending, so I fucking killed Ben. Oh my god, he killed Ben. Is that unethical to, for a documentary maker or just unethical for a human? Yeah, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Um, so, uh, I Nickers- was the alien. Nickerson uh, said... Oh, uh, oh fuck. My, my water suction cup to the coaster. <laughs> oh god, I hate that. It's, that scares it's like me a, so bad. It's like a heavy coaster and then it slides and it falls. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, Nickerson said, uh, (laughs) I want to present the story objectively and show the original raw material. That's what uh, initially interested me about this case. These children all describing seeing the same thing. uh, You can tell they are not lying. But having seen this footage, I thought I need to go to this place and talk to the people. I need to investigate it for myself. Uh did this really happen? The subject has to be approached scientifically as possible. Fuck yeah. Um, these are questions that we need to ask. It's a case of uh, presenting the evidence just like court. Agreed. Yeah, I, I want to find his doc. I didn't watch his documentary, but I want, I want to go find it. You know, I always try to bring every court, uh, every controversial case where people have questions like court i go in with no preconceived notions yeah that is why i think brian laundry didn't do it oh no dude don't joke about that (laughs) god damn it tolan he did it no i fucking dipshit definitely did it (laughs) i know i told katie i was like i was like holy shit this thing's going fucking crazy man i'm like uh, and, she, and then we were like, we like to play devil's advocate to each other. Don't, I'm like, don't, come on, don't, don't push it too far. I don't want to no, help this. I'm not doing anything. No, I'm <laughs> no, no, I'm not even doing anything bad. I'm just saying like, like, you know, like some people go like, well, they think it's going to be me. I'm going to run. And I was like, has that ever been the case for like somebody who is actually innocent? There's like, literally check my house, D- check my fingerprints. Like I didn't do it. Like, obviously this guy did it. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? But I was like. I mean, dogs and bounty hunters on it. We're fine. So I think that fine. I saw a thing that was like, if the FBI is searching this guy and dog, the bounty hunter finds him, I'm not paying taxes anymore. <laughs> that would be so. I want a refund. <laughs> That'd be so good. The, all, all my tax money has to go to make giving him a new show. I feel like that's fair. You know, honestly, even if he doesn't find the guy, I feel like he has enough spark to get back up there. Apparently he's on the Appalachian Trail, not a dog, but I mean uh, the Brian Laundry. Brian Laundry. He's gotta be in fucking like Mexico. No, they said he's well. He's like a camper. Sorry, we're going we're tangenting right now, but yeah, like I heard he's like a camper. So like he's like a big camping guy. So like I you know you see can him, like, camp in Mexico. I guess you could, but it's harder to get across that border unless he's a strong swimmer. But like honestly. I think he just still, I don't know. It's very interesting. I mean, when yeah. they eventually find him, if they ever do, I they're not doing a bang up job right now. I don't want to throw shade, but like, come on, guys, yeah. get a dog. You know, dogs. You heard of, not not dog the bounty hunter. I mean, real dogs. Yeah, is that why and, he's called Dog the Bounty Hunter? 
Like he sniffs s- out justice. Sniffs people out. A big yeah. nose. Yeah, big nose. God. Biggest nose in the game. Although many years have passed since this event, uh, the children who were present uh, were interviewed again, and none of their stories changed at all. Uh, Mm. The now adults will account the same story, staying true to their story that they told in 1994. Whoa. So next time your little gremlin child comes up with some outlandish story about UFOs, monster on the roof, etc., 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 you believe them, mom. (laughs) but <laughs> the jingle bell with the leather strap you know the monster on the roof story right i know the jingle bell in the snow yeah i would always come home and say there's a monster on the roof my mom would be like no there's not no there's not and i did it for weeks and then finally oh, it was a it was a peacock right it's a goddamn giant peacock <laughs> you're right there is there was a monster on the roof but yeah. you know what you need corroborators that's your problem david I don't have if, friends. If you had one friend, that's exactly what I was going to say. If you had one friend, people would take you a lot more serious. I ate a lot of ants when I was a child. Ants can't corroborate. And they they're were also, sour. They also can't. You always say that. I'm going to question if you actually did it. Were they actually sour? Yeah. Did you eat ants? No, it was a joke. I don't know if Yeah, they're sour. I don't know where I stand on this anymore. You ate ants. Big ants, small ants, red ants, black ants? Oh, whatever I could get my hands on. (laughs) (laughs) They got wings. I don't care. I feel like you can't even, like, you ever, like, eat a crumb from something? Like, like, you finish your meal, and there's, like, a crumb, and you kind of, like, eat it. I can't even taste the crumb. You're telling me you could taste a fucking little ant? I feel like I got to eat, like, a palm full of ants to even taste the sour. No, you'd be surprised. So they taste like shit? Dude, you're eating like exoskeleton and fucking ant butthole. And do ants have hearts? Do ants have hearts? Literally, do ants have hearts? Um, Answer that question, David. They have to have hearts. Do ants have hearts, Siri? (laughs) This never works. Put it on a shirt. Oh, she's not going to talk, which is better, so I don't get sued. Result, yes. I don't believe it. Honestly, show me an ant heart, and then I'll believe you. Do ants have hearts, Siri? Yes, ants have hearts. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you get. Okay. That's That's all you need. That's big ant heart trying to fucking trying to lie to us again yeah like big pepsi or big big fucking oil yeah oh my god show me an ant heart that's all i want to see anymore but um (laughs) wow what a story i mean i believe them i think i think siri show me an ant heart she ignored that one google show me this guy's balls (laughs) okay (laughs) end it i think we're end it (laughs) Okay, I think that's I it. Go to bed. David needs to go to bed, you guys. I need to go to bed too. I gotta be up uh, early, early. David needs to be up earlier, earlier. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in once again. We love it when you do. We love it when you stick around, and we can tell you these stories and talk about ant hearts. 
Um, if you guys want any more information, go to Camp Strange Podcast on Instagram. If you guys want to send us anything, send it to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen on any other podcast app you have, you can do that. We appreciate it. If you guys want merch, you could go to the Instagram and click the link in the bio, and uh, you could buy merch through there as well. Um, yeah, send us questions, comments, whatever you guys want. We'll respond. It might be like a, a week because I don't check it that often, but like I'll eventually get to it. I can check it now. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much. We love you. Uh, if you're still with us after all of these years, genuinely, we love you from the bottom of our aunt hearts. And David, do you have anything to say before we leave? No. <laughs> That's the first. Is this indicative of something? No, good. I'm, 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 you know what? I'm at peace. I can walk away. I can, I can end it here. I think. I, that's it scares me a little bit. I'm afraid of. I think it, this is a good place to end it all right okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you guys, and don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>